You've read him for years, beat writer for the Arizona Cardinals, columnist, longtime columnist for the Arizona Republican, AZ Central, and uh, now joining us post-career, post-retirement. You've earned it, Kent. Uh, Thanks for joining us this morning. Kent Summers joining us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for asking. Appreciate it. Uh, if not this uh, this setup by Jarrett, w- would you be uh, up at eight thirty on a Friday talking about sports with anybody? <laughs> I'd, I'd probably be up because I'm on that old man clock where I can't sleep in. <laughs> right, right. I would I would probably not be talking sports. I'm like trying to figure out who I turn my laptop into today. That's that's my that's my big task. Yeah, there you go. So so when the news of your retirement broke, it kind of cycled through all the bars and all the beers that we have had together, I think the number one thing would have been that Hercules cocktail we stumbled upon in San Jose. Would I be right about that, Ken Summers? <laughs> yeah, and 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 uh, like the next year, I visited the same place. I don't I don't think you made the trip, Vic. I went back to the same place and asked for it. Yeah, and the bartender the bartender looked like looked at me like I had landed from Mars. Right. Like he had no clue what this drink was, and I it, I know I didn't imagine it. I had no. confirmation from Bickley. He was sitting right next. To me. I was, and and we. We had the bartender at the time write down the the mix of the drink. It was called Blood of Hercules, and it was it, Vinny. It was delicious. All right, let's get on to bigger and brighter and better <laughs> topics. Ken, congratulations yes, on a great con- career, by the way. Congratulations. What do you think of the new yeah, Cardinals head coach? We've heard a lot of this before. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's like the the ninth or tenth one they've hired since I <laughs> since I, <laughs> since I uh, was on the beat and a columnist. Yeah, he, he said all the usual stuff that other people say. Uh, you know, other than, you know, Denny Green and Buddy Ryan, who said some bizarre stuff in their opening press <laughs> conferences. But, you know, the usual stuff, <clears throat> we're going to be violent. We're going to play fast and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we'll, we'll see. He seems like an earnest guy. He's got a he's got the track record, uh, you know, being in the league for a while, which his predecessor didn't have. And I, I think that's important. So, but, yeah, it was kind of a typical Typical press conference, I think. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but Bick and I have spent a lot of time, and, and the Cardinals, quite honestly, Kent, gave us a lot of time talking about uh, <laughs> this process and how it unfolded. And, you know, Jonathan Gannon's comments that uh, he didn't learn he was interviewing for the job until after the conclusion of the Super Bowl both puzzled us a little bit. I mean, just looking back now, and there's nothing we can do about it, and it's full, it's full speed ahead with Jonathan Gannon. But what did you make of this? process because this was even a lot different from previous Cardinals head coaching hiring processes well I think a couple of things are true I mean I think it's true what Michael Bidwell and Monty Austin Ford have said obviously they were going to take their time cast a wide net talk to a lot of people do all of those things they weren't in a hurry to do it okay I, I believe all that I also think it was sort of a typical Cardinal search in which, you know, they don't get their first choice, that they're they're the last team to hire a coach for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I think other people were, were scared away from the job, you know, either because of the franchise history um, or and or Kyler Murray uh, and, you know, not necessarily his physical ability, but his – you know, his demeanor, his leadership qualities, and that contract. I'm sure people were looking at it. It's like, you know, what if Kyler Murray isn't the guy? It's going to be really hard to move on from that. And am I going to be, you know, stuck in a situation, you know, in year two, year three, where we're completely rebuilding and we've got no, you know, we've got no cap space to to do that. So, you know, it's not unusual for the Cardinals to, 
you know, be last in the hiring cycle. That and, and that doesn't mean Jonathan Gannon can't be successful. I mean, they were with Ken Wisenhunt. He took the job after the Falcons passed him over. Bruce Arians took the job after, you know, he thought he was going to get the Bears job and they passed him over and he was their last choice. And, you know, and those two guys worked out worked out really well. Sure. You know, the most successful Cardinals coaches in, you know, since Don Coriel. So it, it, it can happen. I, I, I do like sort of the direction the franchise is heading. I think they needed a fresh start. I think they needed to bring in people from the outside the organization uh, and Monty Awesome for to, you know, to give them a, a better perspective on how things are done in the NFL. I think under Steve Kime and, you know, years of promoting within, I, I thought it become kind of an insular organization and, and they needed they needed some outside outside perspective yeah well said and, and and i hope i hope that that is uh, all true across the board because again it's robert sarver did a lot of this stuff hiring youthful um people who are not exactly in demand across the nba and he did it because they were pliable they would be grateful they could they would do whatever he said and it gave him a lot of control now i'm not saying michael bidwell is is of the same ilk because he did do some things like you said that 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 seemed to tell me that michael bidwell is looking at the same problem the rest of us are so how do we get Kyler Murray fixed if that's a big obstacle here? Yeah, it's a huge obstacle. And, and you know, everybody always asks, well, what do you what do you think of the new coach, et cetera? And, and, and I always step back and say, OK, who's who's going to coach Kyler Murray? Well, yeah. who's the off? If you go defensive, who's the offensive coordinator going to be? And what's his background and, and how does he deal with? Kyler Murray and how does he get him back to you know to what he was really in in 2021 the first half of that season you know as opposed to the Kyler Murray we saw last year even when he was healthy you know and I think there's something to it a, a guy a, a person who can challenge him um, a person you know who can give him some tough love and say you know what what's happened around here isn't good enough here's what I see from the outside uh, and having coached against you or what I what I know of you. And that doesn't mean you, you come in and be a hard ass and treat him poorly, et cetera. But you, you know, a guy who can develop a relationship with him and, and be hard on him yet, you know, and, and, and get Kyler to understand, here's why I'm doing this. Here's why I'm coaching you um, this way. You know, and, and maybe, you know, in Kyler's history, he's, you know, maybe he's never had that, you know, in, in high school or, or college or, you know, certainly not under Cliff Kingsbury the last four years. All right. Before we let you go, and this is all great stuff, I, I want you to take a minute and just kind of reflect. I'm sure, like me, you're wondering where in the heck the time went. How do you feel now? Um, I, I feel good. I'm excited about it. Um, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit melancholy. Uh, about it. I mean, there, there are parts of it I'm, I'm probably going to miss more than I think I do. I mean, I, I, I always enjoyed, you know, it's the, the blessing and a curse of a writer is sort of that blinking cursor on a black blank page, <laughs> right? It, it, it always, it, you know, it always makes you really nervous, but that's kind of why you do the job. You know, yeah. it's a good nervous and it's like, okay, how do I fill this? And, you know, and, and maybe entertain as well as inform people. So, you know, that's going to be difficult to replace. I I get it, but you know I'm I'm looking forward to doing things sort of on my schedule and not according to you know games that are scheduled um, and deadlines 
um, to be met. So it's a it's a good time, and I, I you know I still want to write. You know I'm not I hopefully won't won't disappear from the valley sports scene, but you know there's, oh, there's some personal yeah. things, and you know I've, I've got parents who turn ninety who you know I need to spend more time with. Got a fourth grandchild on the way in wow. April. You know, lots of lots of good stuff coming in the next few months for me. Yeah, and you know we're we're enlisting you as a guest host, so you're get, so you're going to get some early morning wake up calls, my man. I'm telling you that. <laughs> That's great. There I look go. forward to it. We'll give you advance notice, though, Ken, so you can. <laughs> yeah, you can right. Yeah, at least, right. Yeah, at least eight hours. Hopefully, yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, let me yeah. let me speak on behalf of a fellow journalist and a coworker, and for everybody in the Valley th- Valley. Thank you for everything you did, brother. You were sensational. You were a great ambassador to the craft. I've got nothing but mad respect. For you. Yeah. Thank you, Kent. I appreciate that, guys. means a lot coming from you guys. And congratulations, Kent Summers. Uh, the great Kent Summers. We can say that about Kent. We can Kent. say yes. that today, certainly. He joined the us The great Sunday. Kent Summers. <laughs> say it, Ferret. <laughs> the great Kent Summers. There yes, he joined us on the Arizona Sports Line.